Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mason, I remember two things. One, everybody leaving a like on this video. And the second thing you is... You remember that? I remember that. And that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, but I remember it. Ah. And the second thing I remember is that I was really excited. Some sort of fourth dimensional being? Yeah, probably, Mason. It's pretty cool. Isn't everybody in the Shrek movie some kind of fourth dimensional being? Probably. They've got knowledge of pop culture from any direction. Right. Like any reference, any country, any point in time. Right. I don't get it. Yeah, and it's like... One, one, I think one of the characters in this is like, I was, I was just in France. Where's this then? I thought this was a, like a pocket dimension of some kind, but it's got a France? It's got a France, Mason. Wow. But you're right. It's, it's sort of in the style of like, you know, Aladdin's genie where he's like. Yeah. But with fewer Jack Nicholson impressions, I guess. Very true, Mason. Uh, but the second thing I remember is that I was really excited. I'm amazed you'd remember the second thing. I would have forgotten the second thing. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. All right. That I was really excited for Shrek the Third because you know obviously like most people I enjoyed the first two movies. This you is had all- Shrek fever. I, well, there was a bit of Shrek fever, and the box office results. You get it in a swamp. Oh no, that's bad then. Probably <laughs> unless yeah. you're a Shrek, yeah. then, then it's good. It dissolves your balls. Oh, does that? That's good for a Shrek though, especially this Shrek. He doesn't want to have bloody kids, does he, mate? It's very true. That's what this is about, this mm. movie. But this was the third theatrical released animated threequel after Pokemon 3, the movie, Spell of the uh, Unknown, oh, and, right. and Rugrats Go Wild. Huh. So, you know, it was... Un- Spring break Rugrats. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All the Rugrats get arrested. <laughs> and it was also 3D animated, the first mm. to be 3D animated and, and go to movies. But this movie feels like a junior read-along storybook prequel to a better movie. Like, it feels like a stopgap where it's like, oh, the minor villain from the last one, he's now mm. the villain in, in this one. And the jokes, they're not they're not really here as much. We didn't sure. think about it as, as uh. much. It all looks good. Mm. And I don't even mind a lot of the ideas in it. But maybe the, the key component of this is it's just not very funny. I thought it had a pretty good run, like, initially, like the first, bu- you know, first bunch of jokes. I liked seeing Shrek and Fiona, in, you know, dressed up in, you know, sort of... Sort of, you know, a yeah. fancy nobleman finery, which led me to the question: Is Shrek just bald? <laughs> I'd yeah. not thought about it because Fiona's an ogre. Yeah, and she's got hair. So you think he had male pattern baldness? Yeah, or he shaved? But human his... Shrek, yeah. has hair. Yes. So what's going on there? Is it all the male? <laughs> you know, I th- I'm pretty sure we've we nailed down the fact that Shrek killed all the other ogres and ate their eyeballs. Maybe. So we'll did, talk about that. Did next any week. of them have hair? Well, here's the thing. Next week, when we talk about Shrek goes forth or in the fourth dimension or whatever it is, <laughs> I knew it. He's uh, <laughs> there's a whole bunch of other ogres in it. 
So I can't remember, okay. but we're going to find that out. We're okay. going to know. Okay. Don't tell us in the comments. I you'd don't... know, though. Like, if they had, like, beehive hairdos, you'd remember. No, I'd remember some form of hair, is oh, what I'm okay. saying. And right. I don't. I don't remember any beehive hair situations. Okay. Uh, Mustache and a mullet. Exactly. But the thing is, I like the idea that, you know, he's living in a castle and he doesn't like being part of this system. And, you know, he's like, I don't like being in charge or whatever. Mm. It's like, we've, we did this. We did we this, We did yeah. a lot of this already. And I think you're right in the sense that the action subplot, which is just Prince Charming comes back and he brings in all of the, you know, the... the Enchanted monsters or what have Which you. Which I like, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That, you know, that is fairly sort of... You're right, it does It does feel like kind of a, a second-rate uh, plot beat. But then, like, what is supposed to be, like, the interpersonal plot is, like, Shrek uh, doesn't want to become the king, so he has to find the heir. So he goes and he finds Arthur, and he's like, hey, Arthur, you're the next heir to the throne. And then later he learns that Shrek was the actual heir to the throne, and he's like, you you lied to me, Shrek. Yeah. I thought I was the first heir to the throne, but I'm actually the second heir to the throne. But Who cares? Like, you wanted to do it, and I don't want to yeah. do it. So what, what do you give a Shrek, shit? Shrek, why don't you just go to him and be like, listen. I they, hate being high They need a king, and I, I, I'm next in line, but I don't want to do it. Do you want to do it? Yes. <laughs> Great. It's really easy, Exactly. Honestly. And I think also the first movie, you pair him up with Donkey. Great. Mm-hmm. The second movie, you pair him up with Puss in Boots. Terrific. I love that even more. I fucking love Zorro Mason. You know that. That's right. We talked about it. This one, little boy Justin Timberlake. Fuck you. No. No. Pair him up with Mel Gibson from Lethal Weapon 1. (laughs) When he's severely depressed. Well, He's He's suicidally depressed. He's got the same haircut as Prince Charming. It's fine. Yes. It would fit into this universe. I think so. I think they'd bounce well off each other. Yeah, I agree. Because, you know, Shrek's got uh, Murtaugh's world weariness at this point. Exactly. I'm so tired of far, far away, you'd say. <laughs> oh, you've been trapped in a towel, Riggs. Luckily, you can dislocate <laughs> your arm and get out of a straitjacket. Slither out of it. Yeah. Yeah. See, I thought also, because I hadn't seen this in a while, I know like a plot point in this movie is he's going to be a dad. And I'm like, I'm a dad. And, you know, maybe I relate to the fact that Shrek hates being a dad. Right. Sure. But I, I don't like this. It's, being a dad. No, I love being a dad. Mm, interesting. It's the best, Mason. It's not for everybody, but I love it. <laughs> I love it, Mason. But Shrek, I don't feel anything when he's like, I don't want kids. Mm. Okay, great, Shrek. That's really good. Is that because you're compelled to eat your kids, James? No, not me, Mason. <laughs> okay, maybe just Shrek. And I'm not bored like Shrek. I've got <laughs> my hair, Mason. It's so true. Just, it's not a wig, is it? No. Nope. <laughs> It's on the record, everybody. <laughs> As mentioned, though, like there's there's a few new cast members of note here, and the inclusion of Justin Timberlake, and he was also with Cameron Diaz, like around this time. I think they broke up in like 2007. Maybe that's the reason behind this casting. And there was a Prince Justin. Remember the poster? There was a I reference in the that, last yeah. movie, which is apparently a coincidence and whatever. Nothing. <laughs> Awful. And I don't hate Justin Timberlake as an actor. He was great in The Social Network. He was the great where he, everyone had their time on their wrists, and, but the time was how it's many... It's wrist time time, how, how the many, movie. How many minutes they had to, they had to go to work because they needed more minutes. i got to go. It's wrist time time, and the wrist time time police are here. <laughs> the movie. Based on the stage play. they got to shoot the time off me or onto me. I don't like that, I think. Quick, block the bullets with your time wrist... <laughs> Machine. Or don't. <laughs> they say don't, but then it was fine. Just do now it. Now I'm free of the time. <laughs> I didn't say that. Movie. I have seen it. It's got the world's best car crash ever committed to film. There's that and also there's Eric Idle, mm. who on the surface, wonderful addition, another member of Monty Python stepping into this universe. The idea of him being this 
like weird kooky Merlin. Love all of that. But nothing. Bad. Boring. <laughs> not funny. Terrible design. Bald. Don't like it, mate. Sure, so, right. I've got all my hair. <laughs> sure, yeah. Anything less than that. Yuck. <laughs> but I just... <sighs> you know what I loved in this movie? Bizarre needle drops. The, the <laughs> okay, w- yep. wolf mother hadn't heard a wolf mother song in years. That's true. My goodness. Uh, uh, immigrant song from Led Zeppelin in that final Absolutely. battle sequence. But my favourite one was at the king's funeral, a, a chorus of frogs, frogs yep. sings Paul McCartney's <laughs> Live and Let Die from the Bond movie Live and Let Die. Correct. Did he request that? I guess. Wild. I, it, it is wild, Why isn't not it? Rainbow Connection? At least that's a frog-related song. <laughs> I don't is... understand. <laughs> There's also Damien Rice's nine... I think if I was at a funeral and they started playing Live and Let Die, I'd be like, you got the... Someone's made a mistake here. Should we pause this movie? <laughs> yeah. Talk to the priest? Yeah, that's it. Everybody knows that if an old person dies, an old man specifically, you play I Did It My Way by Franklin Sinatra. Or It Wasn't Me by Shaggy <laughs> and the guy who did all the singing that's in that right. song. <laughs> the other guy. Depending on whether you know your granddad was a, a crooner or a scallywag. Or bald. Or bald. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. I also thought, yeah, the addition of Damien Rice's Nine Crimes... It kind of was put in, and I love that song. I think it's great to be like the Alleluia moment, which mm. they had in the first movie, like a sad moment. That's but also a weird song to put in a movie. It I is a weird song, time. but you think in, it, in the in a kids movie at, at that moment, they I did I don't think they put in the tie you to a chair and the sex thing. No, I don't think they put that in, <laughs> okay, in the right, movie. Right, right. But here, gingerbread chair, gingerbread chair. Mm. That's a great moment where he flashes back his life. The, the gingerbread man. That's a genuinely good joke. Mm-hmm. Terrific stuff, loved it, big fan. No inclusion of the giant freak gingerbread that they killed in the previous movie, Mason. Sure. There should have been a shot over his grave, his enormous grave. (laughs) Then you play Live and Let Die. Exactly. But I felt like that Damien Rice song also came in at a weird moment because it's like, I just got you in here, like you were talking about. I just got you in here because I don't want to be king and I lied to you. And it's like, boo, terrible Plot point. Also, I hate this casting. You know, and the idea of putting in Eric Idle, I'm expecting like, I don't know, like you mentioned uh, Jack Nicholson. Was it Genie? What did you say? You said yes. something earlier. Yeah, do like a Robin Williams thing. I'll even take a Will Smith style Genie. Wow. Well, I was hoping that there'd be a, you know, a collaboration or a, or a, or a re-teaming of Cleese and Idle. Yep. Like in their Monty Python days. That's right. But no. And the 1993 movie... We looked it up before. We did look it up. It was... It, what was it, Mason? James, it was the movie Splitting Airs. That's right, which by all accounts is terrible, and I'd never heard of it. But, of course, more recently, in 2015, they did absolutely everything. A movie with so many people in it, which also nobody saw, it seems. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, that would have been a great pairing. I've got a fun bit of trivia about him, actually, which which we'll get to later. The Eric other- Idle. Yeah. Specifically. There's so much you could do with Merlin in this universe. Look what they did with a cat with a sword. I mean, you can't do something better with Merlin than this. Get out of here. Okay, so there's also the body swap thing, Mm -hmm. which is just like Shrek and Donkey get handsome. It's just really... It was weird, right? I was expecting them to come through the portal and all four of them would have had their personalities swapped around. Yeah. But not too much effort. And they also don't really do that much with it. Right. Like, I think there's more comedy to be had with a body swap, Mason. Mm. I just know. 
And, you know, I guess there's a moment where Puss in Boots is donkey and he tries to do the cute face, but it's, he's ugly and whatever. Mm-hmm. There's there's that moment. I also, okay, here's a joke I liked. Here's a joke I liked, Mason. Yeah, we, it's time for James's segment. Here's a joke I liked, Mason. <laughs> there's a moment where... Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, But migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will. Because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effect. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, 
and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. Uh, they see a, uh, a flyer for a play that Prince Charming is putting on where uh-huh. he's going to kill Shrek mm. and like claim his part of leading the kingdom, etc. and so forth. And Donkey's like, Shrek, I didn't know you are in a play. And he's like, well, I've neglected to mention it because, you know, because I've been very busy. I just, th- I think that's great that Donkey thinks that Shrek would just be in this play and Shrek's just like, yeah, I was doing a play. That, I, I thought that was great, Mason. Big fan of that. But then... There's other moments, you know, like the the teaming up of all the princesses, the same idea of teaming up all the villains, solid idea, mm. right? But also, you have the villains, like, taking over the, the far, far away land, and then you have, like, the princesses taking it back. But again, we did something like this in, in the last uh-huh, movie. Sure. And then the dragon kills the guy? The dragon killed the guy in the first movie. It's just... It, Children like dragons killing people. They do, don't they? Mm-hmm. And, then and th- parents like it because they can be like, and if you're naughty, I'll get a dragon I'll to kill, kill you. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. I wouldn't because oh. I'm a good... Shrek would it. Shrek I would think. do it, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And then, you know, at the end, it kind of, it wraps up where they go, and now King Arthur's king. Who gives a shit? Fuck this kid. Right. He sucks. It's probably the reason why everybody hates him. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, Because he's, he's not a monster. He seems... Mm. He just seems like... Like snarky and rude because he's handsome, mm. and if you're handsome in this universe, everything should be fine. So what the fuck's wrong with this guy? Great question. Mm. We never we never learn, and it's interesting, right? That he's the king now. Yeah, but it's also <laughs> interesting to like why because Shrek and Donkey go to find him at, at his high school, his medieval high school, yeah, where he is the most hated person there. Yeah, why exactly? What crimes did he do? Yep, even the nerds nine hate crimes. Him. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And can beat him up. Mm. Like what is he? What is he good for? Nothing. Yeah. Ridiculous. Here's a theory, though. Okay. You've got to throw in a Shrek theory every time, mate. This one has the least amount of theories because there's just not a lot going on in this Mm. movie. Next week, it's going to be Theory City, mate. Is it? I'll tell you that much. Have you seen four? I have. Long time ago. But yes. Uh, Far away. Prince Charming and Artie, King Arthur. They look the same. They've got the same father, right? (laughs) Like, that's... I mean, yeah. they're both royalty. They're the same they're the hair. Same wig maker. Same maybe. wig maker. Like, he's just a shrunken version. Maybe Charming is his father. Yeah. So, I don't know. Mm. Under, that's, that's a theory that, mm. that has been posited before online. Okay. And they're both awful, mm-hmm. you know? That is true. And they're both incredible ladies' men, mm. it seems. Also, we only meet Lance a lot. Yeah. Not many of the other ones. No. What is it, the Green Knight? No. No. Galahad? Don't see any of those. Could guys. have got Michael Palin to be Galahad. <laughs> sure, could have. Yeah, who he might have been in Holy yeah, Grail or right. a different one. I can't mm. remember. Mason, though, it is something that this really grinds my goat, Mason. I tell you oh, what. No, your signature goat. It's it's continuity. Um, it's continuity errors in movies, oh, no. and this one is rough with them. 
So mm. I'm just going to go through a few if you don't mind, Mason. Okay. Uh, the Jesus Is this continuity errors with the previous Shrek movies or just movies in general? Just this. I think just you could you could contain this to just this movie. Okay. So the Gingerbread Man says uh, that the play that they're watching at the start is worse than the play Love Letters, but that play was originally published in 1989, unless Shrek is set in a post-apocalyptic future, Mason. <gasps> maybe. Maybe it's set in the Cars universe. Exactly. Open cars over here and there's freaks over or here. post the Cars universe. Oh, after they the cars have evolved into fairy tale creatures. No, I think they probably all died of like exhaust fumes and global warming and whatever. Okay, I right. assume. Okay. Yeah. And then these cre- horrible creatures emerged from <laughs> the swamp. That's right. See. All right. That's why they were all in the swamp earlier. Exactly. The first movie. Yep. Mm. Uh, the school band. That is was bo- them all being born. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a scene zero on the on the Blu-ray where they just, <laughs> just <laughs> uh, the school band is playing All Star uh, at a prep rally and this was actually performed by a real a pep high school. rally or a prep rally. Uh, yeah, whatever. We, we, uh, we don't have that shit in Australia, That's so true. It's whatever like, the fuck I say it is, Mason. Oh, uh, they, they played it at a school assembly <laughs> at an all school assembly <laughs> near the portables. <laughs> No, that was actually performed by a real high school band for authenticity. But here's the thing. That song was released in 1999. Unless, of course, Shrek is set in a post-apocalyptic <gasps> future, Mason. Maybe in a post-apocalyptic future. One of the songs that Julie Andrews mutters after headbutting a wall is favourite things. But here's the thing, Mason. That song was actually part of the musical The Sound of Music, which was released in 1969. So that doesn't make sense unless Uh-oh. Shrek is set in a post-apocalyptic <gasps> universe, Mason. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Shrek throws a bottle, and uh, like a glass bottle, and it breaks the side of a ship, and then the sail on the ship immediately catches fire, like straight away. And that doesn't make any sense unless Shrek is set in a post-apocalyptic future where maybe there's some kind of virus or nanotechnology that, that did that. What a world. What a world. Maybe a mortal world. <laughs> I thought that was a funny bit, though. I, I'm, I'm delighted whenever anything just randomly catches on fire. Okay, fair yeah. enough. I thought you meant that thing that I just did, but uh, that's fine. Oh, the bit too. you did. Yeah. yeah, that was also fine. Great, excellent. Oh, my God, the bit you did just caught on fire. <laughs> now, that's comedy. That's comedy stuff. And this is green trivia, but it's not called green trivia because of the Shrek franchise. We, we, we've talked about this already. Mason, Eric Idle, upon seeing the coconuts as horse hooves sound effect, you know, that we saw at the mm-hmm. start of the movie, yes. in the stage show, he admonished the makers of the movie publicly. He claimed they were ripping off Monty Python and the Holy Grail and stealing their joke. Well, Eric Idle, more like Eric proactively critical. Mm, mm. Very good. Uh, this is also the only film in the franchise where Shrek and Fiona do not have uh, an exchange. Unprotected sex. <laughs> Protected sex. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Hence the baby. It could have happened in between movies, but yes. Yeah. Uh, so they don't actually exchange true love's kiss to solve any kind of problem. Huh. It uh, They drop a tower on the gun, whatever. Sure. Yeah. More effective, I think, in a lot of cases, <laughs> I, I would imagine. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is actually the last film in the Shrek franchise where we see... Hooray! Sh- oh, no, where we, more. where we see Shrek getting kicked in the groin. Which I think is bad news. Oh, in the next one, he's he's about to be kicked in the groin. He's like, please, God, no. I've been kicked in the groin so many times. And I had that that swamp disease that dissolved my balls. I'm, it's just a mess. It's a soup down yeah, there. Please, 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 please stop. I'm in constant crotch-related pain. Just a couple of you know those soup-filled dumplings hanging, <laughs> hanging about down there, Mason. I'm going to take two ibuprofen and go to bed. <laughs> Here's some names that you might have recognised. John Krasinski plays Lancelot. Oh. Uh, Amy Poehler, Maya Rudolph, they play Snow White and Rapunzel. And Seth Rogen is a ship captain or something. Oh. So this is like 2007 also, before these names like really took off, you know? Yes. Now, the scene where Donkey and Puss in Boots switch bodies, Mason, 
That's actually a yawn re- boring. No, that's actually a reference to Gilligan's Island, the friendly physician. No, it's not. Who is this? We're going to track <laughs> this guy down. He was in one of the other ones as well. <laughs> I don't know about that. But Can, uh, is it you? <laughs> it's not me. I've barely seen Gilligan's Island. Uh, the scene in which explain Gar- your corn cob pipe then <laughs> and your skipper's hat. It was my father's. Who also has not bald, just to clarify. Oh, he's got a great head. I agree. The scene in which Doris carries Sleeping Beauty over her shoulder, that actually also references Gilligan's Island, Our Vines Have Tender Apes. The part where Shrek, Donkey, Puss in Boots and Artie get shipwrecked on an island, that is a reference to Gilligan's Island. So yeah, somebody is in here doing this. Someone who knows a lot about Gilligan's Island... Is this mm. a prank? It's not me, genuinely. What is this? What's happening? Someone who knows a lot about Gilligan's Island. They're all dead, right? Everyone in that show, mostly dead? And someone has an ex- encyclopedic knowledge. Yeah. Could it be The Professor? Mm. No, he died in real life. Oh. Could it be Jim Carrey's The Cable Guy? Yes. Or somebody, some kind of weird freak like that? Sure, yeah. Yeah, good uh-huh. stuff. Uh, here's the thing, Mason. Box office-wise, this paid off huh. somewhat. So it had a budget of $160 million and a box office return of $813 million. And it did actually have the biggest box office opening of any animated movie. That was until Toy Story 3 in 2010. But it still made, as a result of word of mouth and a shorter theatrical run, about $130 million less than the last movie. No, 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 no. I just think the quality of this, it speaks mm-hmm. to those numbers. That's not always the case. Most recent Puss in Boots movie bombed so hard that everybody associated with it, they all quit their jobs and oh, went no. back to work in whatever small towns they came from, Mason. Oh, it's a shame I hear that one's good. It, it is good. It's incredible, Mason. <laughs> it's actually incredible. But uh, Do you y- think it's maybe because people have memories of this movie like negative memories, the time that Shrek showed his genitals to a room full of baby ogres. <laughs> do you think that's what it I was? I think it might have been, yeah. which I think is inappropriate. Dream or no dream. Don't do I it. I don't think you should do that. You should no. go to jail regardless. I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the director of this movie also went on to direct the first Puss in Boots movie, which I think is, from memory, it's pretty solid. I think the newer one is better, but uh, yeah, I don't know what happened here. Did you have a shreckingly good time? Yeah, I had a shreckingly good time. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. I'm just kidding. I just like saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a shreckingly good time every time I say that phrase. Well, that is certainly true. Nah, this one was a... It, you're right. It felt like filler, this one. Yeah. Mm. But uh, I'm interested to see what the fourth one is like upon a rewatch because I remember thinking it was much better than this. Okay. And it's a lot of Shrek also being like, I don't want to be a dad and I'm going to change time. Again? Yeah, but time now. Time travel and whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Is this a Santa Claus 3 situation? Yes, Mason. Whoa! It is. Ah! Great reference to a series of movies we looked at and loved. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. Anyways, if you do want to come back and see that, that's actually going to go up early at bigsandwich.co, where these caravan of garbages, they always go up early, don't they, Mason? Yes. And it's not the as only thing. As far as I know. That's right. And that's not the only thing there. If you if you do want to sign up for nine bucks a month, it's like our private Patreon. Our podcast, The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows, comes out there a day early on Sunday as opposed to Monday. There's also other bonus podcasts and movie commentaries. There is a huge back catalogue of stuff there. Thousands of hours of us just yap, yap, yapping away. A million hours, it seems like. It seems like that, but it's not. It's closer to thousands of hours. It's quite, still quite a lot. Yeah, yeah I agree. Anyways, uh, what does everyone think of this? It's bad. It's the worst one. But let me know if you think it's not. Uh, but it is. So that's that's just how it is. Thanks, that's everyone. Just, that's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. Could could be in one of those movies. I agree. Yeah. Any of them at any point. Yeah. All right. Bye. We've restarted the recording. We stopped the recording. We had to do the thing at the end. Where I say grab that Shrek, everyone. Yeah, that's it. 2023, the year of grabbing that Shrek. Yeah.
Not by his Shreks. They are shattered. Don't don't do it. He won't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He won't like it. Don't do it. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 